Hey everyone, welcome back to The Leadership Locker. In this episode, I'm actually not interviewing anyone. Uh, I got so much feedback off this uh, LinkedIn Live I did about LinkedIn engagement pods. Uh, It's extremely valuable information in my opinion, and I'm talking from firsthand experience about what an engagement pod is, what the pros are, what the cons are, and why I I feel so strongly about them as a crutch and a safety net rather than actually something that can drive your brand and your business the right way. So all that being said, uh, please take a listen to this. If you are new to LinkedIn, if you are existing on LinkedIn, if you are wondering why there's some posts that just have massive engagement and it's just complete head scratcher to you. uh, Also, this may be something you need to listen to to say, I am gonna join a pod because I want a boost and I'm just starting out with my brand or my business and I think it's what I need. So either way, It doesn't matter because the information is gonna be robust and I think very useful for you. So thank you, go ahead and check it out. And please don't forget this episode is sponsored by Tippy Toes Dance. So Sarah Noose and Megan Riley are sisters and Sarah is the CEO and Megan is the COO and years ago they were on season two of Shark Tank and they picked up a deal with Mark Cuban. Ultimately, it didn't work out, and you could check that episode out a couple episodes ago on the podcast. But they have a dance franchise for children between the ages of 2 and 12, and it's just fantastic. And they have 30-plus across the nation, but they had to pivot. They had to pivot for the pandemic, so they moved to virtual, and they did it in about five days. They are just unbelievable go-getters and just incredibly optimistic and positive which is why their business continues to grow so if your kids are home and bored or need a new skill check out tippytoesdance.com and you will be able to find the virtual classes and some of the studios that are opening up now as we speak but here we go so let's talk pods so a pod is this it's not relying on linkedin to to make you visible. A pod is a workaround, an intelligent workaround, a collaborative workaround that involves people, that involves people getting together, whether it's in in a group message on LinkedIn or on WhatsApp or on Telegram or whatever, and let's just say it's everyone here right now. We make an agreement and we that we are going to post our links to our posts in that message thread. So Susan, Grace, Eliza, Mike, you know, throughout the day or at a certain time of day for some pods, they will be like, at this time is when we're all dropping the links. People will drop their link in there at a specific time. You have your link in there and you go and you like and comment, you click on it, and then you like and comment on everyone's post. And you know, it takes, depending on how big it is, it could take half hour, it could take an hour. That commitment, that, that the purpose of a pod is this. Right now, if I post anything, and if you guys have been on the other webinars, what happens is they show it to my post to about 10% of my connections, which would be, uh, 
no public math. So <laughs> whatever, 10% of my connections, maybe less. I actually feel like it's less. Depending on how that 10% receive it, they will show it to more and then more and more. And that's how things go. That's how things get traction. That's how things get viral. What a pod does is guarantee you a bunch of traction right off the bat. And that sends, sends LinkedIn a message that your post is on fire and they need to show it to more people. And then all of a sudden these people have massive engagement and then there you go. How do I know this? I know this because I was in a pod. So again, the purpose of a pod is to say, LinkedIn, I'm not leaving it up to you. I am going to get with this group of friends and we are going to like and comment on each other's stuff. And we are going to do it every day. Uh, and that is a commitment. Now, here's the thing. Pods are not illegal. They don't violate a user agreement per se. And there's nothing wrong with them. LinkedIn is very well aware of these. Why are they okay? I don't know. It doesn't matter but it exists for a reason and people take advantage. A, a pod could be called an engagement group. A pod can be called a friendship group. A pod can be called an accountability group. There's a lot of clever ways people try and talk about pods. It doesn't matter how you dress it, it is what it is and a pod is a pod. So we covered what they are and we covered what they're called I'm about to cover what, how you potentially can be invited to one. So I got approached by a friend, a good, a good dude, a good dude I met through a great person. And he's just like, Hey, I think you might be good for this. And, and, you know, I was like, I, I had no idea what he was talking about. And again, this was, this was an, I not super long ago, like a year ago. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I, I had an interview for this pod and it wasn't in, like a job interview, but I think it was just kind of testing something because these pods have an admin or a king or a ringleader or someone who is kind of running the show and who has the rules, who sets the vibe and all this stuff. They're a gatekeeper. So that's who I talked to. Not a bad person at all. And let me just be clear. I have nothing against anyone in pods, but I do have an opinion of pods and I'm not afraid to talk about it. That being said, so I got invited to this interview thing. We had this talk and it was just kind of like this weird shit. And I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Like, I, and I'm going to tell you, I was like, this sounds like a good idea. So I did it. I did it. And here we are. And I was in two of them. The guy's like, you should be in two of them. Here's one. And there was like, it felt like 200 people, but I think it was uh, like 105 people and it grew a little bit every day. So that immediately was kind of like, that's a lot for me to comment on. So then I was on another one, which had very, very specific times in the morning and afternoon. And look, this is worldwide. So it was really crazy. There's always gripes within these pods and these messages like, hey, no one's liking my stuff enough. Hey, no one's leaving me comments. Hey, this is too early for me. Can we do another time? But the, the purpose of it is to be like, hey, everyone, like let's rally together, support each other, and we're gonna like each other's stuff and comment on, on each other's stuff. Now, I was doing it and I was like, this is freaking taking a long time. But the real problem was this content sucks. This content sucks. What? This sucks. This is pretty good. This sucks. This sucks. 
And you know what? People may say the same about mine. So that was kind of like felt really odd to me because I was just like, I am not really big into commenting and liking other people's content that I actually don't appreciate. Now, a pod by nature, it should be diverse. I'm not going to be a pod in a pod of video influencers or video personnel. I was not referring to myself as an influencer just there, by the way. I got stuff to do. I'm running a business. A lot of these people are. So it just became time consuming. And then at some point, I really, whatever you wanted in terms of visibility before gets worse after you're in a pod because then you expect it. You're like, this should get like 4,000 views, no problem. And like 200 likes and this many comments. But you know the deal. If I am thumbing through all my stuff all night or all morning or all whatever to make sure I comment on your stuff, do you really think I'm going to watch all the videos? I'm going to read all the posts and I'm going to put something in there. So a lot of a dead giveaway for some pods is like amazing. Nailed it. I mean, you're going to see comments from the same people all the time. And it's going to be like, wow, like this group of 20 people is always commenting on this post. And it seems so similar. It's a dead giveaway. Let me put it to you this way. I love Gary V. Adam loves Gary V. A lot of us love Gary V or Grant Cardone or whoever. I don't like Gary V stuff every day. I don't like Tom Bilyeu stuff every day. I don't like every post and I don't comment on every post. These are people who actually impacted my life, but I don't comment or like every single thing they put out. So, what does that say if I am about my personal brand, if I am doing that for stuff that I'm just like, this is nonsense. Why is it good? It, it, it can be good because it can give you the boost. Now, hopefully you've been watching uh, some of these webinars and here's what happens. Like I said, shows to 10%, then it shows to more and more and more. The more people it showed to, the more second and third level connections it goes to, right? Like at some point it departs your immediate connections and it starts increasing the reach. Now, let me clarify something very, very specifically. Like Shay Robottom, who I love, uh, you know, had a post about she's all organic. She is technically. She's technically organic in terms of lead generation because she has no paid advertising. That is technically organic. The reach is not. And Shay has admitted she's in pod. So like, it's it's like, who cares, right? So like, I don't, I don't it's not like a, a giveaway. Uh, she's admitted she's in pods and, and she, she, she talks to you about how to start them if you ever want to start your own and, and all that. So Shay owns it and that's fine. So the organic lead gen per se is not pay is is unpaid. So that's organic. The reach is not organic because you are you are doing it differently. You're gaming the game. So that's my opinion. So here's the, here's the thing. I could never and would never make it part of my strategy for the people that we create content for on LinkedIn. We film, curate and edit content. We distribute some of that content. If, if being in a pod was part of my strategy for those professionals, that would be insane to me because it would be predicated on a farce, on false engagement, on people who potentially could never become part of their customer or uh, customers or clients of theirs or hire them or whatever. Now, the argument on that is a lot of people do it. It exists on all platforms and if you are in pods and that reach exponentially increases, 
then more people who could potentially be your target audience filter in. That's completely true. So if you're just starting out, so if you're just starting out, then yeah, okay, you could start your own pod, you could be in a pod or whatever. So I left the pod and my views went down, like super, super down. And I actually think that is a risk of joining a pod is that if you ever get fizzled out, um, that, you know, they collectively, while you're gone, cause you're no longer in that thread and you're out, uh, they could be like, Hey, don't give any love to this guy. And, and how does that make you feel? Right? Like you have to be in the pod to appreciate my content. That didn't make me feel good knowing that, that was a possibility. So what did I do? I just ran at it and I was just like, let's go then. So what happened after that is I just started focusing more on my content, my message, my brand and my themes and everything else. And what happened? It started going up and up little by little. And look, plenty of my stuff stuff flops. And I talked about this when about when to post. You got to know your days that are good. But Wednesdays for me are heinous. Mondays are pretty bad. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays and Sundays are usually really good for me for whatever reason. So it just didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel right that people were obligated to like my stuff, comment on my stuff. And I didn't like the obligation of doing so either. And I want to read to you a screenshot I found from a while ago. And I, and I remember reading this to a friend and, and saying, this is why I got to leave. It says, this is a, a message in a pod thread. That Friendly reminder to some folks that pods require participation as givers and takers. Please be mindful of how often you ask for engagement and how often you offer engagement. Worth the expense to hire a VA to support fellow pod members. That person was saying, like, look, some of you are just dropping links, but my likes and comments aren't adding up to the number of people in this pod. So don't forget, you're supposed to like and comment. Some pods are like, and you're supposed to use more than four words and tag the person. So there's rules. There will be bickering and there will be people who don't get any love for whatever reason. And then they get mad as well. Then you have this weird little fight in there and it's just kind of ridiculous. That same person said, I share content here with the expectation that pod members will like, comment and share. It makes a huge difference. It can be overwhelming though. So I hired a VA simply to manage my pods. I'm suggesting that some members of the pod share with the expectation of engagement, but don't engage back. Like I'm a grown ass man. I'm not trying to deal with that. I'm also unemployable because I love my business and I love where it's going and I love my team. So uh, -uh. I'm not dealing with that kind of shit. It's about expectation management. Like I said, I would never have my clients in pods because I think it's insane. But for my clients who are normally not really using video when we get hired, who need help getting their message out there, who want assistance in growing their brand, and we can help multiple ways. I don't want them to see, and I don't want some of you watching this, to see some of this massive engagement on some of these posts, and it's only been an hour, and you're like, that was six seconds long, and she just said some stupid quote that's not even her own. And you're like, wow, that person is what I want to get to. No, you don't. Expectation management. Okay. So expectation management is, is so critical and social proof for Eliza and I is, is so at the top of our value system. 
So when it comes to expectation management, I don't want them to look at these people and be like, they're winning. When I see people regularly outperform Gary Vee and Tony Robbins and Ryan Dice on, on LinkedIn, I'm like, huh? The engagement that you see, the comments that you see, the numbers and the views that you see does not mean that they have a thriving business. Eliza and I actually asked for help from some people, uh, you know, these, these two gentlemen who, when we found out that it was part of their strategy, it was going to be that we were going to be in a pod. This is when we just wanted help uh, with some systems and processes that we were have to, we were going to be in a pod. And number two, that we were going to use a third party software to just spam the hell out of like a hundred people at a time in their DMS. We were like, Absolutely not. These guys are absolute clowns and will charge you $10,000. Some people $10,000. We didn't get, we didn't get charged that much or anything like that. How, how would you decide if a particular pod is a good fit? Um, so it's hard to tell. Uh, you can, you, I, I'm not sure you could tell it's a good fit unless the, the person who's, who's in it or who owns it is willing to tell you everyone who's in it. And then you could go look at their activity and just be like, that's the kind of comments I'm going to get, or that's the kind of engagement I'm going to get. It all really boils down to Jeanette is if you want extra vanity metrics, and I'm going to brighten this slide up a little bit. No, it's okay. Um, you know, if you want it and you want to increase your reach, then do it. If you don't, and you don't want to feel funny or you think you might feel funny, then don't. Some people will charge you to be in pods. There's like no bullshit accounts of people charging to be in a pod, which they can cover under the guise of an engagement course, which is why I'm doing a webinar for 15 different webinar, or I'm doing a LinkedIn webinar 15 different times because I want to give as much away as possible for free. So that's very important. So hopefully that answers your question. If a pod is not a big deal, then why don't people admit that they're in pods? Why don't people say, hey, I know my stupid post, which is a screenshot of my Twitter post, got 400 likes and 150 comments in the last two hours. It's because I'm in a pod. So not admitting you're in a pod is the strangest thing to me. Most people that you follow and that you think are like LinkedIn influencers are in pods. Like I'm just telling you, like they're, they're in pods. So don't let that, don't follow the herd and just be like, well, they're getting so much. And, and this actually, actually this post really sucks, but I'm going to like it and comment. A couple more things. Can you imagine being in high school? Hopefully we've gone to high school or some sort of education. Um, can you imagine being in middle school or something and being like Sarah, Jeanette, Mike, Paterano, Eliza, Daniel, Adam, uh, we're all going to tell each other every morning in homeroom that we love each other's outfits and hair. Like, like, think about it. Like, that's what this is. If. I don't enjoy a pod, but I stay in it because I'm getting likes and comments and visibility, and it's potentially helping my business. 
which favors don't scale businesses, by the way, because this is all a favor, right? You're all doing each other favors. If I'm afraid to walk away from it, what I'm actually afraid of, in my opinion, and this is why I left, is that is saying that I'm afraid that I can't crush it on my own without that safety net. And I think that is where this whole thing is just freaking stupid. It, like, if you need it and you want it and you need all that stuff, whether you think it's vanity metrics or actual engagement, if you cannot imagine not being in it, then that tells me, it's a signal to me, a, a red hot signal that you cannot stomach the idea or the length of time it may take you to build your own brand the right way. And you know why I feel that way? Because, I mean, I went to the Marine Corps. I didn't go to the Navy or Air Force. Sorry for any of you who are in those services. Like I knew it was just going to suck. Believe me, when I was at the military uh, entering processing station in Newark, I could have changed services. I could have been like Air Force. There was like virtually no people when I was 17 years old with a name tag and it says U.S. Marines on it. And I was like, that's probably a good thing, even though I was scared to death. Harder is better. Gary Vee says, it's not smarter, not harder. It's smarter and harder. I, I saw someone who who posted something the other day and it's a good person, but they're like, I have a million views this year. And all this engagement, all this stuff. I've been on this podcast. I've been on this. I've been on an Amazon, or I'm going to be on an Amazon show, which that whole thing is a whole story. It's not what you think, everybody. I was invited as well. Um, and if you could tell by my more my compass, so to speak, uh, that's why I didn't do it. So this person's like, I got a million views, and it was a shield screenshot, exactly what I did not long ago. I mean, it was almost like it was so unbelievably the same. And I'm like, this person is not telling people that they're in a pod. And that drives me crazy because people are going to be like, yeah, thank you for sharing those noble bullshit tips that missed one huge factor that denigrates it all. So just think about that, man. If that's how you do business generally, like, look, anyone who knows us knows me, like what you see is what you get. And it's so important for so that's it. Uh, I'm sure that came across judgmental, but um, it's 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 my philosophy. I know I could. I know I was in a pod briefly, and I also know like my business never grew when I was in a pod, and my business has grown substantially out of a pod. All right, everyone. Thank you. That is a wrap for episode 41 of the Leadership Locker. I really. Really hope you got a lot of knowledge out of that episode about LinkedIn engagement pods. And I really hope uh, if you did that you would consider rating and reviewing it. I think it can help so many people as long as small business owners and entrepreneurs and veteran entrepreneurs are getting this information. I think it's just going to help them make more educated decisions, get on a better path and figure out what the hell they need to be doing because it is a completely disorienting experience being an entrepreneur and I just want to help. Talk to you guys next week.